So, what did we just watch? We watched episode four of Star Trek. The Next Generation. And the episode was called? Code of Honor. Right. Right. So, um, this to me was one of those, um, it was a good episode. I liked it. Mm, why? Um, it was, it was what I thought Star Trek would be. Like, Which is what? They go to a planet and they have their differences. Like the Lagonians, they go to this planet Lagonians for a vaccine and they discover this primitive ritualistic race. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have to, despite being technically superior, they, the Enterprise, they, the team, mm-hmm. have to find other ways to overcome this obstacle without resorting to violence. I thought that was neat. Mm-hmm. And that was the first real time I'd seen Star Trek be Star Trek. Be interesting. Yep. Um, so, did anything... I think watching this episode, I was uh, aware now, you know, of political issues, um, agendas and stuff, that this this episode, if Star Trek TNG was made today, might not have stuck around too much. Mm-hmm. Because, um, you know, race and talking about primitive people and white people, it might be a bit controversial if it was come out today. Or people would just say it was on the nose about it. Hmm. So I'm glad, I'm glad that it's around because it's still a solid, I thought it was a solid episode. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it's the first time I've men- they've mentioned the, the Prime Directive. Uh, first time I've heard that. Mm. So tell me what the Prime Directive is. Mm, I'm not super clear on it. It's just like a a bunch of rules that mm. Starfleet has to follow. And like one of them is about you can't interfere with another race's development. Mm. What if, that's one of them. What if it was like uh, Hitler and he was like going crazy and killing people? Yeah. Would, they, would Starfleet just leave him alone? I think there's an episode like that. Or is there something about a planet dying, but like uh, like natural causes. Mm-hmm. And then it was a question of whether or not they should be getting involved in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was what the episode was about. So there's questions about it. Mm. Like what what is more eth- ethical to do? Did you, did you like the episode first off? Yeah, I'm actually surprised I'm enjoying the older episodes more than I thought I would. I just I thought I remembered them being bad, but. And I I th- I have heard through the old Star Trek grapevine that season one was garbage. Yeah. And I'm thinking it's okay. Yeah. Maybe later on it soars to heights, soars to these great heights. And then when you look back, oh, and then you're like, oh, maybe this is bad. Hmm. But I think, I feel like it's a, a really solid start. Like, yeah, that you can say there's some racist stuff like we talked about earlier, but um, all that stuff aside, I think, is a, is, a, is a Star Trek episode where you've got Starfleet going to this primitive planet and they overcome their problem with patience and politics. I mm-hmm. think that's, I think that was cool. Yeah, a little bit of outwitting, a little diplomacy, a little trying to maintain... 
Yeah, I don't know. And if this, um, if that's what Star Trek is, then I'm in. Like, I think that's cool. Well, a lot of the episodes are about, like, choices and, like, morality choices and ethical choices and... Or an idea and then how people, how these people would react to it or how would they live their lives by it. But, so, I don't know. I think, I like that, um, you, well, we get to see a lot more of the characters in this one, a wee bit more of each peop, each person. So we spend a lot of time with Lieutenant Yar. Mm -hmm. And this is the first episode I thought she was kind of cool. Mm -hmm. She's neat. and But I've seen... Media material, as far as TNG goes, all I know really is I might have watched one or two movies and forgot about them. Like, forgot about them. And uh, I've seen images and in, in, in the odd video game cover and stuff, so I, I know that Yar is not in this show very long. So I'm thinking... Do you know what happens to her, though? No. So okay. I'm, I'm thinking she must have must die or something, or... I'm, here's what I'm hoping doesn't happen. Mm. They... They ignore her, like they get to season two and she's just she's just not there. Mm -hmm. uh, almost like the season two comes around and the producers are like, okay, what worked, what didn't work, we didn't. Oh, and like, then they just cut the character, mm, oh. cut it completely. I hope that doesn't happen because I think she's a she's a cool character. Mm -hmm. And um, I liked her, I liked her scene with Picard earlier on before she goes down to the the Tonian planet and the no, sorry, it's not. It's not Yar, it was uh, Troy. He's mm -hmm. having, having a conversation with Troy. So, fuck, I can't remember. But he says to either Troy or Yar that he has seen his share of death. Oh, that was Crusher. In... Oh, really? <laughs> Shit! Oh. Remember? Yeah, that's right. She's, she's asking, hey, I've seen what this vaccine does to people. Or, yeah, the disease. And, and, and then, yeah, that was like a weird... Poor me, Doctor Crusher moment. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I, I like that. I like that moment where we see into him a little bit. I have seen my shell death, and it's a uh, cool. A moment. Of... It's a moment, and he also has another moment, Picard. And I get, like I said, with uh, with the R, you know, you he saw more of Yar in this one. I liked her, and we saw more of Picard in this one. And I like, I'm growing more fond of Picard now. Mm -hmm. Characters are rounding out. And he's yeah. There's def everyone's definitely rounding out, and he he mentions as well that when when they talk about the prime directive, and he says, um, well, wouldn't it be great if we didn't? Have, no, Troy, I think, says, wouldn't it be great if we didn't have the prime directive? And he says, I have thought about that. <laughs> so he's given some like he realizes that the situation he would rather, you know, and you know, in the dark and at night when he's. Drinking his old Irish tea mm. in bed, Picard. He's up in that ship and he's like, he's like, fuck these guys. Mm -hmm. Fuck these guys. And he's like, dreaming about what he can do to them and what he can do. <laughs> Pay them back. They've stolen his head of security. And uh, he's probably chewing his pillow that night. <laughs> and then he goes to the bridge all formal. He's like, mm. okay, okay, okay. We're ready to go. Let's be Star Trek again. Has his night moments where he punches stuff. Where he just wants to give in to the easy answer mm -hmm. of blowing up planets. So I definitely warmed to Picard in this one. And um, what do you make? I, I also liked one of my other favorite scenes was Data and Geordi in their 
attempt at a joke. Dara tries a joke. Dara tries to understand humour. Aye. Does that happen a lot? Yeah. Cool. Because I thought it was neat. Yeah. And, and there, there are the humans, Dara, sorry, um, um, Jordy and and the gang are talking about stuff that's very human, jokes that are very subtle, like mm-hmm. so subtle, and Dara just doesn't get it. it. It's hard to explain why a slip of the tongue would be funny. Really? You can't explain it, it just is. And he's looking through his little, you know, textbook in his head, and he's like, "Well, this is a this is how a joke works." Yeah, he's trying. It's not about the math of a joke. It's just like a reaction. So I'm liking day day as exploration of humanity and what mm-hmm. makes a human, and and I'm thinking, I hope they explore that more. And yeah, there's lots more. What did you make of the uh, the? Lutan and the Lagonian situation in this, like the whole, that whole storyline, did it work for you? I think it was just a way for the writers to describe more of the background of like what this series will be about, like this prime directive and. Mhm. <sighs> I know. I liked um, uh, I thought it was cute. Like there was uh you know, Lutan bragging and stuff to his friend, but his friend really loves mm-hmm. the, the girl, his wife, and how he ends up getting nothing. Because he keeps, he keeps pushing. He keeps on pushing and pushing and pushing. I'm like, okay. So it's a happy ending in that you get to see him being completely humiliated. And he has <laughs> to just, just like Picard felt during this whole situation when he just, you know, yanks Yar away. Mm-hmm. And everything was turned around on him at the end. And... He was the loser, and it was cool. And then they just accept it because that's their society. Culture, it's like, okay. Well, it's like that's what happens. Picard used their own culture against them. Mm, outwitted. Yeah, he was outwitted, and I loved that wee French joke that um, Dea told mm-hmm. Picard. And you can see that look on Picard's face. It's just he's insulted. He is furious. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was cool. It's funny. So, um, <laughs> Rikers just like drop it. <laughs> one thing, one thing I didn't like. Okay. Was uh, again Crusher Wesley Wes, Cru- Wesley Crusher on the bridge? That was yeah, dumb. Yeah, they're just shoehorning him in there. They, it's, it's annoying. They, they want to make something of this kid, and to me, I I think Picard should be too. If Picard is a captain of a starship or any ship, mm-hmm. he would have, like, he would rule like with an iron fist. So why do you think he's allowing it? Because he's got feelings for Beverly Crusher. In history, because about history. the dad, yeah, Wesley's dad. Maybe he, maybe Picard feels res- kind of responsible for him. Yeah, I don't know yet. I, I need to wait and see. But I think that the bridge is sacred. It should be a sacred place, and I don't think a real captain would allow any kid to come in and just sit down to amuse his mother or be the father figure that he never had. I think that Picard would just say, "I don't know, Picard," but. A real captain would say, get out mm-hmm. right now, back in that lift. Don't even be on the jet lift. Mm-hmm. Be gone. Like, if you if you have a workplace, there's, you know, there's uh, rules in place. And in, in, in a militaristic environment, you might say Star, Starfleet isn't militaristic, but they mm-hmm. still have orders and rules. And there'll be consequences. So uh, I don't think that boy would have ever sat in one of those chairs. That was dumb. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm thinking too much about that one. That's an interesting question. Why you would allow it? Mm. Is it 
because it's bad writings it to show Picard doesn't know how to deal with kids. <laughs> Maybe it... I mean he doesn't know how to deal with kids, right? And he just and Riker was kind of shocked when Picard allowed him to stay and even mm-hmm. sit down. And it's like Picard, yeah. you are violating the Prime Directive. Please. And Beverly Crusher knows how to. She can get what she wants get, from Picard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm curious to see how that goes as mm-hmm. well. So, overall, out of ten, is there a score on Code of Honor? We we talked about Jaws the other day, and we never gave Jaws a score because mm-hmm. we talked about it being a perfect movie. So there's really no point, but. These, I'm expecting a lot of these episodes to be up and down and some will be great and some will be average. Yeah. I say that this one... Is this is, your favourite so far? Uh, yeah. I enjoy it. It was definitely better than The Naked Now. Mm-hmm. The Naked Now was weird. Yeah. Um, I'd say this one scores higher than that. So, six. And I gave Naked Now a five. I gave Code of Honor a six out of ten. Okay. And you? Yeah, it was decent. Mm. And so... Uh, I think we should leave it there. So what did we just watch? Star Trek. Mm, And we will be watching way more Star Trek. All of it. Bye-bye.